cross, and Dempsey is denied again, and Donovan has scored! Oh, can you believe this? Go, go, USA! Catabel, la vaca, Ama Rodríguez tirando, golazo, taque, 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 gol, gol, vino, 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 gol de Mundial, taque, taque, gol, gol, taque, taque, gol, 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 taque, taque, gol. Oh, Zinedine, oh, Zinedine, pas ça, pas du tout, pas ça, Zinedine. Pas ça, Zinedine. Oh non. Oh non, pas ça. Hello and welcome to Bend It Like Beckett. I am your host, Scott Bedgood, here with my co-host, Brian. Brian, are you out of breath like your favorite new footballer, Gonzalo Higuain? Sorry out. Sorry out? Higuain out of the game because he's out of shape. Well, how much has he played? Uh, like enough. He's always out of shape. Well, that's they. They should have. I they mean, I'm sure they, they knew him. that. They knew that when they bought them, bought him. Um, do but you yeah, think, it was. Do a, you think they consulted Sari on this purchase as well? Or, I would think so. <laughs> I would hope they did. Just like on the Pulisic, I hope they did. But uh, yeah, four nil defeat away at Bournemouth was was not good for the Chels. And uh, they're home this weekend. Um, and Interesting to see what the reception Sari gets. Um, the the fans on on the Facebook in the comments on the official Chelsea page are not very kind to Maurizio Sari. It's transfer deadline day. <laughs> it is. There's been some big MLS transfers um, over the last couple of days. Did you hear about the biggest transfer of the day? Mm. The tallest transfer of the day. Oh, was it is it the birthday boy yesterday? Peter Crouch. Peter Crouch is back in the Premier League. Where where is he now? Burnley. Where else would he go? Burnley. Burnley. After two hundred and something appearances for Stoke. Stoke. Yes. So he goes to Burnley. Sam Vokes goes back the other way. Okay. That's quite an emotion to go to a reg- relegation threatened championship <laughs> side, but quite a promotion for the great Peter Crouch. So welcome back, Peter Crouch. Uh, we say sayonara to Sebastian Giovinco from Toronto, who is going to Al Hilal. Many call the one of the greatest, if not the greatest, MLS player imports. of all time. Yeah, I mean, certainly you would have to argue one of the greatest imports from mm-hmm. Europe of all time. Took to the league very quickly. He is going for two to three million to Saudi Arabia. Had some unkind things to say. Yeah, he wasn't a big fan of the Toronto FC brass, saying he wanted to stay. His family loved it there, but he's been asking for a new deal for two years. But he said obvious something along the lines of obviously the board has um, other priorities, other other priorities other than other than winning on their on their mind. Boy, talk about a culture shock going from Toronto to Saudi Arabia, moving your family. Yeah, D- do you move the family? I wouldn't. No, not in that. Not in that. Country. I mean, I wouldn't. Maybe wouldn't leave them in Toronto. Maybe I bring them back to Italy. Yeah, right. It's closer. Yeah. But I, yeah. Oof. Anyway, uh, and then also the biggest transfer in MLS history, mm-hmm. Miguel Almiron, mm-hmm. goes from Atlanta to Newcastle for uh, $26 million. It's pretty big. And that's actually, I believe, Newcastle's record fee as well. That's It says it's the highest that Newcastle's ever paid when they paid uh, 16 million pounds for Michael Owen in 2005. That's good for MLS. Don't it's you agree? Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, you know, it... it, it bad to lose a player of that quality but then good to get the recognition of a a premier league club purchased 
a player from MLS for right, twenty six like, million. Yeah, you can you could show your worth in the league, and if someone wants to buy you, like yeah, you know, hopefully he does well, and then that shows the ability for players to make that transition easier. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, though, not a huge day. Uh, and another American joins the Bundesliga with Taylor Booth from Real Salt Lake going to Bayern. Mm-hmm. Seventeen year old, so probably a long time before he ever plays for Bayern. But if he ever plays if for he Bayern, ever plays for Bayern, as you know, we've seen. But it is another another American in the Bundesliga. Hey, you know the, the 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 latest Chelsea transfer rumor I saw today on Twitter uh, I, so I take that well, for deadline for, day is really soon yes yeah, so yeah like in hours it right it will be over by the time someone listens to absolutely this. but it was uh William to PSG to as a stand-in for Neymar they even had they even Talk had about some big shoes to fill. they even had William photoshopped in a PSG jersey dude if you get on Instagram and you just like go through those stupid accounts you'll mm-hmm. see anyone photoshopped in any jersey and it got me to stop. Convincing. It got me to stop. This You'll was see a Peter really good. In a Barcelona Photoshop. This was like half the jersey was Chelsea, and it was like bleeding into a oh into gosh. a PSG jersey. It was pretty sweet. People spend so much time on those things. Could you do that? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say yeah. It would take me a long time, and I do a lot of googling. Can you How do a do Mo I... Salah from Liverpool back to Chelsea? Back to Chelsea, please. Uh, I saw that Salah surpassed. I think it was yesterday, uh, the most games he's ever played for any club because he's really? had to move around so much in his career that that was the longest he spent in any club, which is only like a year and a half. Um, Liverpool is going to escape punishment for only plowing one half of the field during halftime yesterday. That's sorry. Well, here's the thing that I think was hilarious about doing that. They plowed the half that they were going to be attacking, yet their goal early in the game was aided by the snow slowing the ball down and giving Mane a chance to shoot. And no one scored in the second half anyway, so it didn't matter. But I thought that was funny because I'm like, I feel like the snow in the box that the other team is trying to score on gives more of a chance for something to go wrong and a goal to happen. Yeah. Like like a pass from the goalie or a back pass to the goalie slows down and someone gets on the end of it. So I didn't understand why that happened. But anyway, they're going to escape punishment, which I'm like, I mean, it was pretty obvious. I feel like they should be fine. <laughs> Probably or be fine like, for something like that. It looked pretty clear that they were trying to do something, but whatever. They uh, they escaped the punishment. We have a guest today. Who is that and guest? We haven't even talked about it yet. Brian, what are we doing? We are going to talk about the new license holder for the rights for stickers, trading cards, and digital for the English Premier League. Panini. And Panini. our guest is Greg Lansdowne the world's foremost expert on panini stickers. He is, and he's been on the show more than anyone else besides me and you, this correct? This is the second time. All right. Making it his, uh, he's the leader in the clubhouse. He is. For appearances. But yes, if you heard his uh, other interview with him, uh, very interesting, gives a lot more background on who he is. But mm-hmm. today's interview, we talk about the London Toy Fair that he just attended, where he spoke with Click distribution mm-hmm. uh who is the distributor in the uk for tops and panini uh products and so he he wrote an article for us that will be coming up coming out soon gave us a little bit of a preview for that article of that article and uh talked about the things he saw at the london toy fair and kind of give a little bit more of the history and the background of panini and why it's important that panini is back in the game in the uk 
That was the most perfect intro ever. There's nothing else I can add to that. So I think we should probably just get to the interview. Let's get to the interview. And we'd like to welcome in our good friend Greg Lansdowne, who just returned from the London Toy Fair at Olympia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm very, very good, thank you. It's uh, freezing temperatures here, uh, but uh, but, I've, but I'm, I'm pleased to be doing this podcast from the warm, so uh, we're, we're all well. Yeah, I think we're the only people here in Texas, uh, we're the only people that aren't freezing. The rest of the United States is freezing, you guys are freezing, <laughs> we're doing all right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so for the uninitiated, tell us kind of what the London Toy Fair is and then um, kind of some of the different things that you saw while you were there. Well, as you would imagine, it, uh, it is all about toys, but, uh, but also collectibles, uh, which is why it's relevant to, to this podcast. But uh, what it is, is that, uh, it, it, that, that companies showcase what are going to be the, uh, the big toy licenses across 2019. Uh, and uh, so there's also lots of buyers uh, who, who they want to uh, to pick up their 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 toys and and their their licenses and uh, and this is their it's, there there are many of them that happen across the world uh, there's one taking place in in Germany now with uh, a lot of the similar companies that have uh, that that were involved in in London last week and. Uh, this this is a big month for uh, for the for the toy companies, as I say, to make make sure that uh, everything they've been working hard on uh, actually makes it into the shops or makes it online for 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 people to to purchase. Yeah. So, uh, how many people were there? What kind of what size of event was this? Uh, there would have been about uh, or at least a hundred stands. And um, probably the people walking around would have, would have been well in their in their several hundreds as well, and that's just on day one. So there are it's, it's three days, uh, but, but only the first day is uh, specifically geared towards the media. So uh, so the, the the following two days uh, the the media have done their bit, and then it, and then it's a case of uh, the the buyers really. Uh, having more time to, uh, to, to speak to the companies. And, uh, that's, that, that's where more of the deals are done. Whereas on, on day one, it's about, uh, getting information that we can then disseminate, disseminate to, uh, to people who are interested. Uh, fr- and from my point of view, it was mainly the, uh, the sports toys and the sports collectibles. And, uh, for, fortunately there, there was enough there to of, of interest uh, to to get some information on that for what we've got to look forward to in 2019. Yeah, and and obviously the the biggest deal was Panini um, getting the Premier League license. So what did you find out there about their upcoming releases? Yeah, well it uh, it, it wasn't uh, a Panini stand specifically, um, but uh, there was a. There was a stand from a company called Click Distribution, and they are a company who uh, distributes the the cards and stickers of Panini and also Tops as well to uh, to anything other than uh, supermarkets or newsagents in in the UK. So that that could be toy shops uh, and all sorts of other places that in the old days uh, didn't used to sell stickers and cards in when i when i was growing up 
even supermarket didn't sell them. You, you had to go to news agents, but uh, that's that's changed now, and it's it's all about getting the uh, get getting the products out there. Um, and there's there's so many different ranges now, as as you uh, well know in, uh, in in America. So it's it's hard to shout above the crowd. So so Click Distribution is the is the company that. Uh, that, that really makes sure that Panini and Tops get the attention that they deserve, and um, so that they're obviously a, a dispassionate uh, brand. And uh, the, the the CEO has worked for uh, Panini in the past, but uh, but now he works for both Panini and Tops, and um, and he he was able to say that it's going to be a, a very big year for um, uh, for for the collectibles in the UK. Yeah, so so did you get a sneak peek at any of the new Panini products at all? Uh, no products uh, that, apart from ones that are already out, uh, because the, the 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 Premier League products that they're going to be bringing out, the the cards and the stickers, are not out until uh, the start of next season or to, towards the start of next season. Uh, and obviously, we don't know. We we don't even know which clubs are going to be in there. Obviously, you could, you could put mm-hmm. your money on about 10, 15 of them, but uh, the, we, we don't know who's going to come down. We don't know who's going to go up. So, uh, and and I think out of respect to Tops and the fact that their match attacks cards are still on ta- on sale for this season, and their Premier League stickers under the Merlin brand are also out. That uh, they're they're allowing Tops and Merlin to uh, to to have this last hurrah, but uh, but people like me. We're we're really now anticipating the, uh, the the Panini revival because in the 1980s that that was the big brand in in terms of the football league as it was then the the Premier League only started in 92 93 so when when Panini it was at its peak in the in the UK it was the football league and the uh, the, the football league and Scottish league album really really was the the big one and that that sold 100 million packets. Yeah, so you wrote an article that we will be putting on Beckett.com here uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, could you give us a bit of a, a preview of, of what you cover in that article and you know what we can look forward to? Yes, well, I, uh, I had a very in-depth uh, conversation with the, uh, the Click Distribution CEO, uh, Mark Hillier. And, uh, and as I say, he, he, he told me about uh, a little bit about what, what we can expect from tops and panini this this year uh, the, the the implications of uh, tops losing their their big premier league brand but uh, that they will still be keeping their their match attacks brand because they they do have the the, the champions league over here and and obviously the uh, the match attacks brand isn't just uh, uk centric these days um, he also spoke about panini uh, and then after after I spoke to him, I was uh, lucky enough the following day to uh, to speak to Panini's uh, head of marketing in the UK. So uh, he was able to corroborate some of what Mark told me, and he was also able to to expand on uh, on on what I've been told. At, at this point, he couldn't give me any specific dates, but um, certainly we, that there is going to be a lot to look forward to, and, and I think something that that came out of it was that uh, we can look forward to a, 
a much improved sticker album for what we've been used to in recent times. In terms of tops, it's uh, it's been more about the match attacks cards in uh, in the last probably well really since since the match attacks brands came into being in 2007-8 and the and the sticker album has has tailed off. Um, but uh, I know Panini are, are going to put more emphasis into uh, into the sticker album, so the sticker album and the uh, Adrenaline XL cards get uh, just as much coverage and just as much space. And uh, in my my opinion, uh, although Panini want to, to target everybody for for both sectors, I would imagine that the sticker album will be more popular. With the with the adults and the adrenaline XL cards will be favoured more by the uh, by the children as the match attacks cards have been. Yeah, Greg, you kind of um, answered my question right there at the end. Um, in the in the article that Ryan Cracknell wrote on Beckett.com regarding the Panini and Premier League deal, um, you are actually quoted in there as saying that right now. Um, the trading cards are far more popular among domestic football collectors in the UK. So do you think that with this new Panini deal, um, there will be some revitalization of the sticker albums and the stickers? Um, you know, you, you mentioned that Panini was going to be pushing the stickers and the albums pretty heavily. Do you think that we could see even more of a shift um, away from trading cards and back to the albums because of the, the Panini sticker albums history in the UK? Or do you think it'll stay with the the older collectors will like the stickers and the younger collectors will like the trading cards? I think I think yes the the, the older collectors will still like the stickers and the the youngsters will still like the cards. But what will work in their favour is the fact that hardly anybody is collecting the the, the, the stickers at the moment. There just isn't uh, there isn't a demand for it. Uh, but because it's going to be Panini and it's going to revive a lot of memories for collectors uh, of, the, of the 80s because we, we haven't had a domestic sticker album in, the, in, in England made by Panini since 1993. So it's a, it's a very big thing. And the adults are the ones who, who buy the, the World Cup and the Euro stickers over here. Mm -hmm. But what, what happens is they... They, they buy the, the World Cup album and they collect it and they enjoy it. They really get into it. But then then they don't collect for, for four years or maybe two if, if they collect the Euros. But there's there's a lot of collectors in, in their 30s who only do the World Cup sticker album. So the, and, and, it's, it's, and it's because of the nostalgia factor. So because this is going to be Panini and because they're – they're really going to pull out all the stops on the album, and it's going to be a lot different to what uh, what Merlin are producing at the moment. And um, I'm I'm sure it will be something more akin to what we were used to for Panini in the 80s, and also when Merlin was at its peak in the in in the 90s. I mean, they they really moved the uh, the sticker album on when uh, when when Merlin got the Premier League contract it it, it became uh, a sticker album and it also became a, a stats book as well um, so if 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 Panini can uh, can merge the best of of themselves from the 80s and uh, the Merlin albums from the 90s then I I, I believe they are onto a winner you mentioned uh, some of the other 
there were some other sports related items. I know you you posted on Twitter some pictures of some bobbleheads and things like that. What were some of the other things besides the um, Panini tops cards and stickers? Yeah, Forever Collectibles is uh, is a really thriving brand over here, and uh, they they do have the the the, the figurines. Um, they they also have uh, it's Lego type sets where you can uh, build a, a stadium, and they've got uh, pretty much all of the uh, all of the Premier League clubs and some of the Championship clubs in that. And um, but but even they are really harking back to to the past because in in the nineties there was a collectibles uh, range called the called Corinthian figures which were very big and these ones are bigger but they're 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 also caricatures of the of the players and uh, and I, I, I would imagine that they're going to be quite popular they've already uh, they, they've already been around for a while but uh, it seems to me that they are. Uh, bringing out more more players and more clubs now, uh, so that was one that caught the eye, and uh, and an, another one which is also a, a blast from the past is is Subutio, and um, they're they're also making a revival. So with with the fact that we've got Panini, and uh, and, and Subutio also um, also coming back to the fore, it, it it is a bit like Back to the Future, and uh, I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how big Subutio is in uh, is in America, but um, cer- certainly in Europe, uh, that, that there was a time when it was massive, and uh, they're going to bring out um, a, a women's edition, uh, which they have tentatively had a soft launch on, but uh, I, I believe uh, that may get a bit more traction in uh, in 2019. Uh, so that, that that's one to look out for. Okay, that's cool. Are, are bobbleheads, is that a thing that has been popular in the UK before? Or is that newer over there? They've, they've been huge in the US for a while. I think maybe not as much anymore, but they certainly were really big yeah. 10 years ago. Is that something yeah. that... The, the, the ones that Forever Collectibles bring out, they don't bobble. Uh, but uh, So you can't do anything with these heads, but uh, they, 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 they definitely were bobbleheads in the... Uh, in the late nineties, early noughties, because I've still got an Arsene Wenger one in my shed. Uh, all right, Ryan, did you have something? Well, yeah, real quick, going back to the Panini and Premier League deal, um, it, the, the agreement covers stickers, trading cards, and also digital uh, cards. I'm assuming um, Tops has done that here, as had as has Panini um, in the states. Are there any digital trading cards that you know of in in the UK? And um, how do you think the the UK collector will take to digital cards, basically cards that you just have on an app on your phone, as opposed to the hard copy, hard cards and stickers that you can hold in your hand? Do you think that's going to be popular among UK collectors, or do you think that's um, something that, that, that they're not going to be really interested in? Well, I'm, I'm sure it's something that uh, Panini will explore, because they, the the digital version of their of their World Cup album was uh, was was very popular. Okay. Um, not just in the UK, but it was popular in the, in the UK. So I'm I'm sure they're going to look to develop that. There's there there was nothing that uh, that that they could reveal at this point. But uh, I'm, I would imagine that they that they have got that in mind and. Um, 
which which really also reminds me that uh, uh, I should have mentioned uh, that uh, there's going to be a Women's World Cup uh, Panini album this uh, this summer as well, which which will precede the uh, the, the the Premier League collectibles range, and uh, there are also plans to do a a, a digital range with with that. Nothing is uh, no, nothing is uh, set set in stone yet, but they did try it for the women's. 2017 euros and uh, so they it, it looks like they're going to look to extend that for uh, for the 2019 world cup and uh, so what what comes from that no doubt we, we we'll, it will give us a taster of what we can look forward to in terms of digital for the for the premier league but uh, but, but certainly no collectibles company can can ignore digital now that's cool. Well, uh, we really look forward to reading the article uh, when it comes out. And thank you for your time. I'm sure we'll speak again soon. Pleasure. Thanks for having uh, me on. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Greg. We want to thank Greg once again for appearing on Bend It Like Beckett, the world's foremost expert on Panini stickers, appearing on the world's foremost podcast on soccer collecting in the world man you had a really good intro for greg and a really and bad <laughs> outro you got all kinds of loose and all your turns coming out of yeah, that got a little squirrely <laughs> had to just lean into the uh the spin yes no that that was a good interview we thank greg for joining us yet again we'll have him back on i'm sure this summer when maybe women's world cup sticker album comes out which you mentioned yeah absolutely and uh then again maybe when the when the premier league uh, products actually debut for the 2019-20 season. We can talk about uh, how it's going over in the UK. Yeah, I, I would think the response would be an excited one. I would a, agree. A big time one because that is that is a big brand over there, an important brand. Um, sort of like I think Topps is in the US to people who collected baseball cards Absolutely. back in the day. You think Absolutely. of Topps, you think of baseball cards. Absolutely. Obviously there are other brands, there are other cards, there are other things, but they became the foremost one, and they're still around. Yeah, imagine if Tops didn't make baseball cards from since 1993, People, and then they are coming back next year to make baseball cards. Um, that'd be a pretty big deal. Yeah, so it's similar to that, which is uh, pretty cool for the blokes over there, over At, yonder, <laughs> over the pond, across, across the, pond, the pond, across the pond. We're good with words sometimes. All right. Well, we'll uh, talk to you guys next week. The transfer deadline day madness will be over, and we'll be. Well, it's already over right now. As you're yeah, I mean it's over, this. but I mean so tweet there us. won't be transfer what? deadline stuff yeah. to talk about. So we'll be talking about. I mean, Champions League's coming back soon. Premier League race is getting crazy. Liverpool five points up. Who knows what they'll be by the time we talk next? William may be making his PSG debut by this time next week. This will be the least significant of all the stories that we okay. just mentioned. Okay, sir. <laughs> Peter Crouch will be making his debut for Burnley, which would be exciting for all. He may have already done the robot. Yes. I don't know if he'll ever break it out again, but he needs he to. Uh, until next time, I'm Scott. And I'm Brian. Attack!